Sounds to my ears. Okay, um, we're, we're obviously having some failure communication. I, um, I'm not picking up words. Okay, not, not gonna help the hitting. Look, I, I can't, I don't even know if that was a question or a end of World War II, an elite U.S. commando team was placed in cryogenic suspension as an emergency contingency plan. The horrific release of Agent Conan, an unsuspecting population, prompted their revival. These four MMO experts, modified by super science, have dedicated themselves to providing insightful, humorous commentary in the hopes of preventing future catastrophes of the Age of Conan Magnetic. You're playing or making a crappy MMO, and if you can find them on iTunes, you can listen to the M Team. Listen to this, gentlemen. Episode 56, 56 of Channel Massive. Woohoo! We've got a big show for you tonight. Huge. We're, we'll, we'll glaze over Ginormous. the usual talking about what we've been playing. You'll find Large. out if we've been playing MMOs or not and which ones. And we have a lot of listener email. And In the satchel. Do we, do we have any audio this time around? I believe Just not. Just an audio rant via the nameless one this time. Excellent. No Skype. You Skype users have failed us. Send them more Skype. Damn you. If you want to send us over something over Skype, just download the software for free, call us up over Skype for free, and leave us a voicemail, channel.massive.skype. Or if you want to be quaint, you can send us an email. Like the Amish. At <laughs> mail at channelmassive.com. M-A-I-L. Anyways, that tangent aside, we will get into some twig, but... Perhaps the weekend gaming overshadowing the weekend gaming is the storm of a blogosteria. The hysteria that is the blogosteria to Warhammer. of massive proportion. Yes, massive. it was a level ten firestorm. Yes, thank you, Eight point seven on the we Richter still don't scale. know what the death toll is exactly. <laughs> reports <laughs> are coming in. I'm just we're not I'm sure just exactly who started it. We we do not know who scorched the earth first. <laughs> we have we don't know if it was us or them. Several bloggers are dead, but also several podcasters. We're we're not sure who scorched the skies Whose first. Bodies are now being know. used by, as batteries. Yeah, by <laughs> the as we call them. <laughs> so. And we appreciate it. 
the the blogosphere really stepped up to bat this week. Oh, I, I think just, they heard our cries, our I, silent cries from last I, I time. I sat there <laughs> and I was just like rubbing. I was rubbing the hysteria all over my body. It was we like were really wondering. This we like warm pool of just. <laughs> it was like that disturbing, <sighs> disturbing scene in Excalibur where Morgana Le Fay is rubbing the the oil on Mordred, hoping that it'll become armor, golden armor someday. <laughs> it was just like that, except it was his wife, and she was using like a barbecue um, brush. But other than that, you know, I think we ought to give these blogosterias a, a, a name, like they named the hurricanes and the tropical storms. This was Hurricane uh, Brent. This was, this was <laughs> this Hurricane Brent and Darren. I think is what we'll call it. Was, I think what happened was Hurricane Brent. Met Tropical Storm Darren and in the blossom. And they mer- merged Brewing. together, and man, it just caused a, a wreaked <laughs> havoc. Man, they Katrina were, had nothing. They were fueled on this. by a low depression coming out of SOE headquarters, <laughs> and now we have something altogether horrifying. Let's anyway, check with looking, Noah, our authority yeah. on weather, <laughs> the meteorologist. <laughs> anyway, we're really looking forward to bringing uh, you that particular shit storm. Of course, we'll save it to the very end of the show, so you'll have to listen to everything else in between. Or at least Beat fast forward. Yes. No, yes. you do not have that technology. <laughs> there is no button that does that. There's no scan or skip. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's get on with the weekend gaming. Or, no. Jason's jumping What have you been playing? Yeah. Something. Let's go back and edit that. And then, then okay. That's we'll, one edit. We'll just replace That's it one with, edit we'll replace I, it I with Jason saying, prepare for glory. <laughs> yeah. Prepare for glory! Or, this is Sparta! Yeah, either that or, or, why are you trying to kill me? What? I can't understand what you said. Why saying. are you trying to kill me? What did you say? I don't why know. are you trying to kill me? Holy alphabet. Okay, Mark, tell me what you've been playing. I did not expect that. Damn. Uh, I've been playing a lot of WoW. As wow. You could, of course as you, you have. You it's a shock to me. I've, I've got a level <laughs> 70 warlock now to go with my level 70 warrior. Wow. We didn't see that coming. Playing a lot of, uh, <laughs> playing a lot of Battlegrounds. That's been fun with my friend Phil. Um, did a really cool instance the other night called um, Old Hillsbrad. It's this really cool uh, instance where you get to rescue Thrall. It's kind of it happens like a little bit before um, Warcraft Three, as mm-hmm. far as the era goes, and you get to go rescue him from the humans so who have him in the go go back. It's, it's in the, like ca- the caverns of time. Thing. Yeah, it's like the first quest in that. Oh, that's in that's that crazy place in Tanaris, right? Yeah. Where you go into and there's all sorts of crazy. Like, it is awesome. Run, yeah, that it, is a cool. It place was really to go cool because when you go really through that area, so that you will not be recognizable if you're, it, it, no matter what you are, you'll get converted into a human of some kind. I think it's humans and maybe dwarves don't get converted. So I was a, I'm a blood elf warlock. I got turned into this like squat human warlock guy. And I, all I could do was think my clothes look really weird on me now. But like all of us, all of us horde characters Your got converted into humans, so that it's like this disguise, so we can go and, and interact with everybody. Oh, that's cool. 
and there's just all these little like I wouldn't call them Easter eggs, but all kinds of stuff that's related to the lore in it. And like you go into this village and there's l- these little kids playing, and it's like Mo Mo Mograin and a bunch of other people from the Scarlet Monastery, like that infamous scene where in the Scarlet Monastery where right where everything goes they, to hell. Rise, my champion! Right. That whole thing they're enacting it. These kids, but they're playing, but they're the little kid versions of that. It was really cool. So I had a blast. It was, that was really fun. Did that. Got to seventy. A lot of a lot of battlegrounds. That's me playing WoW, and I just finished downloading my my war weekend beta, Warhammer weekend beta. So you got so. ready. I'm looking forward weekend. to a weekend gaming. Sweet. Mm. That's well, pretty that's much cool because we'll we'll definitely be able to comment on our uh, on our own personal thoughts about Warhammer. No, I'm gonna just week. basically. You're just gonna hold it all in. No, until I'm it burns inside. In Enough people have talked about it. I don't feel like I need to actually play it to have an opinion <laughs> <laughs> right well said jason what have you been playing well i tried to play age of conan again this week emphasis on tried and tried and failed yeah, tried and died tried, tried and, and died. died essentially yeah <laughs> uh seriously they they claim that they were like oh yeah we're gonna fix the memory leaks this week sure yeah it's all gonna be in this next patch ironically they forgot well, sure enough, I'm like, okay, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt here. I'm going to load this patch up and expect the best, and nope, didn't happen. 30 minutes after playing, first crash to desktop. Absolute failure. Uh, that uh, sucks. Well, if only you'd install Vista, you would oh, have Oh, don't even go there, man. <laughs> you know, don't you know PC. Although, I mean, you know what? what? That's the crazy thing is that, you know, maybe Vista... It, you know, does run that game more stable, but there's no Direx 10 to, to mess yeah, with. Yeah, that was, uh... Really? You're not messing with it either. No, I'm not, but I only have XP, so I can't, I can't run Direct X 10 anyway. And you I'm know, not running Direct X 10 anyways in Vista. I understand that. What I'm saying <laughs> So is, what's your point? <laughs> there's no fucking point. Fight or hug? I'm just pissed. <laughs> I'm, I'm just mainly pissed because I can't run... Age of Conan for longer than maybe 30 minutes to an hour at, at a time without it bombing on me. Yeah. And that's understandable. The the finger is on the cancel button. If you can find it. Yeah, well, no, I don't think that they make it that hard to cancel. Oh. Jim I'm, couldn't find it. <laughs> oh, really? Well, I found you, it. Oh, you found it. Well, but besides besides <laughs> trying Age of Conan, I played yeah. some Smash Brothers Brawl on Sweet. on the Wii. And I'm still. Have just, you unlocked some more characters? Uh, I got. Let's see. I got Luigi, um, Captain Falcon. Falcon, yes, Captain Falcon. Uh, of course, the one guy. I'm Captain Marth Falcon. From I just in from Fire the sky. Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem, or whatever his name. I is. think he's lame. I've pl- I played. I played Marth. He's like really weak. I think. Yeah. And then. Uh, just because the you're one? only playing. Freaking a WiiWare title oh, on I, your I Wii Sonic. that you bought, Mark. I'm now yeah. winning one out of 30 <laughs> matches against my wife on your Mario. <laughs> I did I unlock Sonic, know? too, which oh, was cool. kind of cool. So I, cool. I unlocked Sonic. Yeah, I just love the game. You know, it's just one of those things you can just play little bits at a time. Well, sometimes little bits at a time turn into three hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it can be very that's the, that's the casual game curse. Yeah, it is. It is. It's like... Playing Bejeweled, you know, you're like, okay, yeah, Bejeweled's kind of fun, you know, it's just mindless entertainment for a while, next thing you know, you're, you've are you been playing for an hour straight. <laughs> Four days have gone by, <laughs> you just died. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. 
So that, that's kind of what I've been playing. That Sweet. little bit of Guitar Hero 3. Did you get the track pack? I, or is that out yet? For, for Rock Band? No, I, 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 well, I don't have Rock it. Band for Wii because I totally oh, pissed yeah, on right. it. There's no downloadable content. Rock Band 2 will have will not be under-featured. That's to what they say. I, you, know, I mean, I'm, you know, the thing is, is that I'm kind of torn between... In the 360? No, no, I'm torn between whether or not I want to go ahead and get Guitar Hero World Tour or wait. Even longer for Rock Band too, because I'm not going to buy both. Well, the instruments will be interoperable, so I'm thinking about getting the drum set. For Seeing, I've heard that, but I've I've only heard that Rock Band would be the case for the, the PlayStation Three. No, it's for the three sixty. Jim and I run really? cool. and they just announced it for the PlayStation no. Three too. <laughs> I don't know. We I don't know. Play rock That's band neither songs. here nor there. We'll yeah. we'll see what goes on. It's all a matter of, you know, I'm not going to spend money well, on yeah, both it's games. A lot of money. Do and, it. and you know, and the peripherals and everything yeah. that goes with it, Jim. I think you've you've got some important announcement to make. You've got that look on your face. That I you have a look. Pensive. Yeah. Well, I was thinking as we're going through this that I want to change the title of my segment to what I will not be playing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and actually, as a, a special treat for our listeners, I'm going to walk you through the cancellation process <laughs> of Age of Conan right here as we speak tonight. So currently I'm at HTTPS for secure at register.ageofconan.com slash account. I'm going to click on the view my subscription link. Oh, there, there it is. To, and I'm going to go down, and it says invite a buddy, change, do this. And at well, the you very bottom... You don't want to invite more people to play the game? You know... At this time? Uh, Jim? No? I'm... You know, do what you like. You're not so inclined to do that. Um, you know, if you uh, if you want your client to crash every 20 minutes like mine does, help yourself. Ooh. I know. I feel your pain, man. It sucks, dude. Yay for patches. All right, so I click cancel. <laughs> reason. It's asking for a reason. Instability? So that my choices are financial issues, gameplay issues, other game, customer service issues, technical issues. Technical. Or time social issues. I'm going to go for technical. Continue to cancel. I know this is really exciting for everyone out there. Specific Jim is, reason. Jim is at a menu right Bad frame rate. Are high crashes. In too much lag. Unstable this could internet. cost him the metal. Crashes. I'm going to say crashes. Continue to final step. 9.9. Can you hear the clicks? 9.7. Oh, yes. Crashes. We're sorry to hear that you're experiencing technical difficulties. There are several activities that could help with your situation. Install Vista. Go to the install oh, folder. No. <laughs> I'm, uh, Only in times of great disaster <laughs> would that be a good up. Yeah, install Vista. I'm not, I'm not going to help that. Read the FAQ. Contact technical support. In other words, it's your Ensure fault. Ensure that you have the latest video drivers. Yeah. So, so they're they're like bringing up recommendations on on what you can do. Do you still wish to cancel? Yes. No, I don't want to cancel. Or yes, cancel. But tell subscription. us why. Please help to improve our game. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to cancel and not pay. And you've, you've done a whole podcast <laughs> telling them that. You should just put the link to the episode. Yeah, in. just, oh, I should have. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, I still can. There's another there's Another, another last thing. chance. Last chance. Please help us improve our game. Success, cancel subscription. Your subscription has been canceled. And what did I play this week? Nothing. But that was probably your most successful Age of Conan experience, experience of the last three weeks. Honestly, you know, um, the first week I played that game, 
It was really stable, and I had a lot of fun. It was. Yeah. Same here. Damn it, you know, and, that, and that's the same thing. I mean, I did not experience well, not any crashes just the first at all. week, but I mean, the, the, until the, the first recent, yeah, up until they made women equal. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we blame it on the equality patch, pretty much. I, I don't know. I don't know why in the hell the client stability has become such a... Issue. Put them but, back in the kitchen where they belong. Yeah, yeah. Put the women back in the kitchen. That'll solve everything. Just kidding. But hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know what it is. M A L E. It's it's just not fun anymore. It's frustrating, and I'm just not going to pay for it when I can't even really play it. So I, you know, I can't argue with you, man. I've been I've been struggling with the same issues myself, and. So, you know, actually, there's really not a lot to say there. I mean, I think that it has the potential to be a really good game, but until they fix a lot of this shit... Yeah, maybe I'll come back in a year and... We did that with City of Heroes. Yeah, it's It's true. true. But City of Heroes... Never had those issues. Didn't have those issues. I like City of Heroes all along. So, I think we talked about this before we started recording the podcast, but I think I'm going to put a poll on the website in case anyone's interested in driving my... Uh, gameplay, and we'll, uh, I think I'm just going to try out some free-to-play games, and um, if you guys want to take part in that poll as to what you think I should play. You don't want to try Warhammer Online with the rest of us? No, losers. I'm not going to pay for games anymore. Best of us for the rest of us. I want to play free games. Okay. Are you going to put that game down that you can get 30 bucks back? Oh, maybe like I'll that? do that. <laughs> either, yeah, either I want to play for free or be paid to play. <laughs> cool. So anyway, I'll make a little list up, and uh, if for those of you that want to vote, we'll check it out and uh, announce what I've been playing next week. Sweet. Noah, what have you been playing? I don't have the Age of Conan crashing problems for some reason that you guys do, but I've witnessed them because I've gone over to Jim's place and we've been hooked up to the same internet connection and he'd crash and I'd watch and you've wait been, for him you've to been come co-connecting <laughs> together. <laughs> we were... It was. We I, I can definitely cables. understand that. Joined as one. <laughs> I can understand that frustration because if I were having that, I'd be wanting to quit too. But I, I don't have that experience so far. I'm sure that will end now that I've said that. Yeah. Com will track my <laughs> client down. Jinx. Yeah. Jinx. Ah, we missed coke. one, but soon all American PCs will crash. <laughs> At last, our sinister plan is unleashed. The only difference that I know of, I mean, a joke about it, is that I have Vista installed. That's the only thing that I think that's significantly different, but I can't imagine that would be why. I don't know what it is. No, it's sponsored by Microsoft. Regardless, I didn't play any Age of Conan. <laughs> but I had some <laughs> great, great gaming experiences elsewhere. Uh, let's see. On the Wii, I played Blastworks, which is pretty good. It's kind of like a side-scrolling shooter like R-Type or Ooh. Defender. Is that a WiiWare game or something you buy? No, it's it's like it's a 20 buck game that just came out from really? Jesco. What's fun. really cool is as you pilot across the screen, anything you shoot, it becomes deactivated and you can run into it and then it gets attached to your ship. Oh, and then it'll so, start shooting for you. I love those games where you get like building onto your ship. Yeah, so you can just clump all these <clears> things <throat> until you're this huge mass of trash basically flying through. And then you can hold down a button and it sucks all in so that you can weave in between the bullets because if you get hit by one bullet, then you die. It, just like the old school games. Now, is and that then, the one where you can create your own levels on Yeah, stuff? it's also you can create your own levels, your own right. fighters, you can trade them online. It's really cool and it's oh, only 20 bucks. 20 bucks. Now, the <laughs> graphics aren't all that flashy. They're kind of simplistic and crude, but it's it's fun. Yeah. You know, the music's kind of bleh, but the rest of it's cool. On the Xbox, I played Soul Calibur 4. I got that for my birthday, and it's awesome. Sweet. Have you tried it's it online yet? so much fun. No, I haven't. 
I heard uh-huh. it's actually playable online. That's what I've heard too, but I just had so much fun creating my own character, playing as Yoda, playing as all the characters, seeing the corny endings and the graphics and the presentation is top notch. Would you rather play game. as Yoda or would you rather play as Vader? I don't know. I can't say because I haven't played as Vader, Vader. but Yoda wasn't that bad. I'd read that he was really lame, but I thought he was okay. He wasn't overpowered like Link was in the GameCube Soul Calibur, and he brought he was something different because he has to constantly jump into the air and spin around and stuff like that. And it's just kind of funny to see Yoda being so aggressive and angry and violent and then saying some corny thing at the end, like, you know, hate leads you to the dark side or take you down. I must, you know, just these silly little things. <laughs> down, I must. And then I also Hi. played on an ex. I played some rock band with my parents, which is really great. And I actually, I went, to, to a, a, yeah. I went to a rock band in the, what's that called? Travis's party. Travis's rock band party, which involves doing the world tour, which is fifty-eight songs in a row. <laughs> like so you did set and, list or something. You did like the that? whole thing. No, I showed up late. Thank God, but I helped through <laughs> the last twenty. I helped through the last twenty songs, which Raise was a Jeebus. lot. Wow! And it was good because when I showed up, there was like two thirds of the people were just like sitting around the Zombified. table in the kitchen. They were just drinking beer and pizza. And Travis like, come on, come on! I'm like, nah. And nobody <laughs> wanted to do drums or singing and. Travis was the only other person besides me who wanted to, so it was great because I got to do exactly the things that I liked. So we just sw- swapped back and forth while two other people were playing guitar. And actually, when I arrived, they were so desperate to find a drummer. It was interesting. There was these two women who were splitting the drums. Wow. So one was playing like the left two pads and the bass pedal, and the other one was playing the right two pads. There's and somehow right hand, they were left getting through the songs doing that. It was really weird. That would be freaky. So were they pretty good, those, that group of people, compared to us, or would we smoke them? I mean, well, they played it only how a bad medium. Would we beat them. Oh yeah, we'd kill them. Yeah, yeah. I was, I'm playing the drums medium. I'm like, this is all I care about. Is the competition, obviously. <laughs> but it was Posers. it was a lot of fun. To, it was really I'll cool. Challenge them. I will challenge them. I will challenge them. You. The must. only issue I've, I've come come to find with Rock Band, and I'll, I'll probably find it, you know, with Guitar Hero World Tour and, and Rock Band Two is especially on the vocal side of things, is that they make you sing like a robot. There's no room for interpretation whatsoever. You mean Mm. when you want to do your rhythmic dancing while you sing? (laughs) (laughs) No improv. No, it's not even so much that. It's just I've noticed noticed that even the best of singers can totally sing really decent on some songs, and they'll turn in a lackluster score. Yeah, because you have to be precise. You have to be like totally precise on pitch, and there's no there's no No room for interpretation at all. Mm -hmm. And and even like even the rock band singers, I think who who have their songs released on these games would probably say, you know, that's bullshit because I change up my performance every fucking show. That takes some serious AI. Yeah, I I understand that. I'm just saying, you know, from a from a vocalist perspective. You know it's bullcrap. Yeah, but you can't even do it even the, the vocalists even the vocalists for those bands themselves don't reproduce what they sang in the fucking studio. But you can't every single you fucking can't do time. it with the instruments either. I mean, the only thing you can maybe do is when you get the fill thing with the drums, you can play. But you could play anything for that. You could play like one note. You could play. Guitar Hero World Tour is yeah, but it's set different. up to it's different because with the though. guitar, you know, the notes are set. You know, you could play those but notes you could and argue they're that set. vocally they're set. Not really. Well, with a guitar, because there's always interpretation. Your your vocals are going to vary, and trust me, I mean it's like a totally different thing, man. I'd argue that any instrument should vary. Now the holy war begins. <laughs> You're going down. <laughs> you jihad, jihad. Why are you trying to kill me? 
What are you trying to do? So the other games that I played, because I actually did still Thank play you, even more, is I played Geometry Wars Retro Evolved 2. Played the demo for that. Pretty good. And also Galaga Legions, which is the first official sequel Galaga, to Galaga. That's sweet. And it's awesome because it's like 50 ships coming on all at once, kind of like an insect swarm just sweeping in. And what happens what, what is... What game's that platform is that for? It's on Xbox 360, so you have to download it from Xbox Live. But oh. it's really cool because you'll see these white traces of lines just scoop out over the screen, kind of like a spirograph, and that's the incoming path that all the ships are going to take. Oh, cool. And there'll just be like 50 or 100 just like... They just go over that path. Wow. And what you can do is you can only shoot forward but you can deploy these two extra satellites in any direction you want whether it's down right or left and you can set them up stationary on the field so that they're automatically shooting the lines wow. where they're coming and then there's a capture ball that shows up every once in a while and if you destroy that it'll suck in all the enemy fighters into it kind of like a black hole and then there'll be a swarm that accompanies you everywhere and they just shoot this massive kind of like spiraling bullets up as backup to you it's just really really neat it's made by the people cool. that made the uh, Pac-Man Champion Edition, the Champion Edition, which is also very cool, and I think they did a good job here. And last but not least, Jesus I also got Christ. Braid. That was like hardcore this week. Yeah, yeah, it's been great. It's it's been my uh, it's been my way to, to a recollect, revolution. Recollect myself after my summer experiences. Braid is a really great, very clever platformer. Mm, like platformers, but it's like it's a puzzle platformer, and he uh, you can. Re- re- Fast forward time and reverse time. In fact, you never lose a life the moment that you do an X button pops up and you hold down the X and it automatically rewinds however much you want. Mm. There's all these funny mechanics. Like there's one set of levels where walking forward advances time, but walking backwards reverses it. So you have to figure out how to get through the level while the enemies are moving forwards and backwards. Oh, weird. And collect little puzzle pieces. And there's this huge, very heavy, very existential story that's behind it. It's basically you're rescuing the princess but it's much deeper than that it's like the hero's done something very bad and he's really screwed up in the head about (laughs) why the princess is gone and there's this other woman and just all this heavy very heady text and so it's like taking the idea of super mario brothers and making it existential and philosophical and then with these beautiful watercolor type painting environments that are constantly kind of shimmering Jeez. And then this cool Celtic Irish type music, and then this weird time forward and reverse and recordings and all this other stuff mechanics. So and that's for the Xbox too. Or? Yeah, hmm. also on Xbox Live. Wow, you can download demos of those as well. Just to check them out for free. I highly recommend them. Cool. Th- thanks for the education there, Noah. Yeah, sorry it went on long, but I was really excited. About <laughs> that's all, all right. The games I played. <laughs> awesome. Holy ball and chain. You begin to eat the the dust the eat the eat the 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 dust the dust the dust of Baja California. It's a great pleasure. It's a great great pleasure. It's a great pleasure to have all of you here today. I thought you all might begin your tour here. Now witness the firepower of this armed and fully operational email. Emily? 
All right, so we have got three emails for you. Four emails and counting. Oh, wait, and we have an audio rant via the nameless one. Oh, dude. We'll start off with my favorite email, which is from Jeffrey. Joffrey. 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 G-E-O-F-F-R-E-Y. Just like Toys R Us, Jeff. Jeffrey says, while I don't necessarily hate the music you usually play during the show, (laughs) it's certainly not my choice of genre. But no rock. <laughs> <laughs> but it seemed really loud as background music, quote unquote, during show fifty four. How about something a little bit more pastoral, so as not to distract from your wonderful vocal antics? Play some Ween, for example, are... waving my dick in the wind, or perhaps something frightening. Pretty much anything from the pod. Anywho, thanks for the great podcast, and I will still listen even if you continue to talk over the grinding, screaming cacophony of butt rock. Now, what the fuck is butt rock? Well, I don't know. He's talking specifically it's a about rock, hard rock, basically. Uh, episode fifty-four, which Mark put uh, the entire Probot <laughs> album. Yeah, I heard that behind, I... uh, behind the whole podcast. So, for those of you who don't know, that is uh, Dave Grohl's tribute to his heavy metal roots. I, I think, I, I guess what Joffrey's looking for is for some fucking Yanni or something like and that. Yeah. Well, he gave some Anya, suggestions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I have a couple things to say about this. He gave some suggestions and his ween request went into episode 55 last week. So and that was nicely put. So, you're fucking welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then my other comment is, you know, beauty's in the eye of the beholder because also you know, we, we got you know, somebody uh, on the uh, blog, Chigger, who was wondering what the great, awesome music was that we used in episode 54. And then, you know, episode 52, we got people asking, which was the Grand Theft Auto. Grand sound- Theft Auto 4 soundtrack. The hip-hop soundtrack. music. Yeah, yeah, the hip-hop. I mean, so, you know, I think that we're doing a pretty good job of meeting all the different tastes of all the different people out there. I don't so. think so. I, I think we need to add some butt rock. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I'm, I'm going to take it back to the uh, Heretic soundtrack over and over again. Well, have you guys ever played Virtua Tennis yeah. on Dreamcast? That is classic butt rock. Okay. If I would ever describe it. You know, it's kind of, when I think about rock, I think of like Joe Satriani and just... Yep. <laughs> 1990s guitar rock. Like, guitar perpetually guitar soloing over the same four-chord progression. Yeah. It's a genius. It's a genius. So get the Virtua Tennis soundtrack and we'll use that. Okay. To satisfy Joffrey. I put Millie Vanilli on the last (laughs) Which was pretty funny. (laughs) Yeah. You gotta appreciate that. Yeah, you can... You'll you'll be able to distinguish when Jim does the editing because he (laughs) often puts in really... All sorts of different stuff, and Mark is more thematically inclined and uses the same type I'm, of... In other words, I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> but, oh, but we your knew eyes what you said were it. Saying. <laughs> 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 Julian wrote us. He said, he, he just wanted to talk about what we call our listener email segment. He says, you should call listener feedback now that voicemail is taken over. Let's say the massive mail sack... That's a very catchy name. We could change. We could. Well, that name is already copyrighted and used for something else in this room. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> All right. Skystreak wrote us an email. <laughs> Different spelling. <laughs> about NCSOP oh, yeah. and City sack. of Heroes. So, Skystreak says, I have to disagree with you to a point on your issues with NCSOP regarding City of Heroes. 
I'm not Apollo Justice, Ace Attorney, and this isn't a court battle. No, you are not Apollo Justice. Noah is. Objection! Just a difference (laughs) of opinion. The most recent thing that NCSoft has added to the game as a microtransaction is the ability to purchase respects for $9.99. I don't see why this is a big deal. It's allowing someone to spend money on something if they need it. There's absolutely no reason to buy one of these if you don't need it. It really isn't that big of a deal in case you didn't hear the first time. Honestly, for the life of me, I can't figure out why anyone would actually need to buy one of these. Yeah, exactly. So if there's no need to buy a respect, then why make it a purchasable option? Dear. There's ain't... Well, maybe it would save Mark from re-rolling characters. No, that would never happen. (laughs) That's like an entirely different problem. (laughs) I know Greenpeace is starting to take a look at my... Character smelting habits is possibly something. I can't that believe needs you have two characters at level seventy. And I wow, know it's, <laughs> it's just nuts. It's time to re-roll. Def- obviously. <laughs> and then Sky Streak went on to give us a, a very detailed seven. email talking about other things that we've mentioned Seven-level before, teams. such as the billboard ads, purchasable character slots, purchasable server transfers, and purchasable weddings and tuxes. And then I think the, probably the the more interesting one is the wedding pack. Because Sky Street took a point to actually address this. Here's what she or he had to say. Now we come to the most controversial one, the wedding pack. Four wedding-related emotes and a bunch of wedding-related costume options for $9.99. All of these additions to the game are pretty neat, but it's up to the individual to determine if they think it's worth the money. For the record, purchase of these items was not required to attend the in-game wedding. Since they have no effect on actual gameplay and the implementation of any of these things outside a wedding situation is pretty limited... I don't see it as that big of a deal. Yeah. There's that phrase again. Well, you know, the thing is, is that I don't, I, that wasn't our point, I think, when we when we brought this up. No, we had a different was, point. Is that they twisted it around and, and tied it into the actual real life wedding, right? Yeah. Well, no, we had a, well, that's one point. And, and seriously, it kind of just made it, it was a little insidious, I think, you know, to try to do that and then say, oh, you know, and the thing was, is that, you know, oh, but you know, if you you don't want to come dressed, you know, inappropriately to the ball, right? So you don't sure, wear you know, yeah, we don't wear your, yeah, <laughs> you don't want to wear your regular old threads to the wedding, you know, that happens in game. You want to, of course, you know, dress up in the appropriate attire. And I think the overall point is just there's a general sea change in City of Heroes updates and what it's and how it offers them. It used to be pretty much anything was free. And there's a couple things that you had to pay for, whether it was a server transfer or whatnot, but between the billboards and just this huge increase of all these other things that you can pay for, it just really goes to show that there's a change in direction in terms of, there's definitely been a shift in how they're, they're planning on how they're funding the game, basically on the game. Well, and I think the, uh, the big point we had at the time was, why aren't you spending this time and effort on content that is what the core of the game is about, such as battling supervillains or battling superheroes or battling space aliens? Or, you know, why aren't we seeing more effort put into expansions than putting into ways to monetize this his, game that his already argument, has a subscription His fee? argument is, is that, yeah, that money is going to go towards stuff like that. And if you don't want it, which is all well, which is all well, go to yet more ideas on ways to make more money through monetizing every single feature. Yeah, you know, it's like why? Yeah, it's like why even put paying for a respec up for 
you know, up as an option I when mean, there's so many great. different options there. It's like you have a source of income to provide all these things. It's called the subscription. You know, on top of your subscription, you're yeah. adding all these other, you know, $10 charges. If you have a quality game, you'll have a quality, you'll have a large amount of subscribers, and that model works pretty well for World of Warcraft. So. Yeah, but they have 11 million subscribers. One something not, else to think about. That's not yeah. their fault. Is so many MMOs, the older ones, they, they've gone down a path of becoming free to play. Right. So maybe these are just transitional steps where eventually it's going to be like, hey, everybody download it. It's free. And then if you want any of these other things, once maybe. they feel they can get to a Ooh. point where they can just purchase that stuff. Nostranoasis. That's my guess. Noadamus. Totally, totally hear you there. Let's talk about Susan. Susan makes a really cool uh, yeah, is this 80s, our 80s Norwegian? song reference. Is this her Norwegian friend? No. Or Swedish? No. No, I, I don't. I'm else? not sure where she's from exactly. Okay. So Susan says, as another jaded MMO player, I want to tell you that your podcast never ceases to make me laugh. There is always spot on commentary, especially regarding the pussification of American MMO players. <laughs> Way to go, Jay! I also I love, love your blog hysteria section. Way to go again, I too Jay. cannot get on board any future MMO titles till they go live after being burned by all the promises Age of Conan made and did not keep. I'm not talking about my expectations, but the promises they made. I mean, what the fuck? No DX10, after such hype regarding Age of Conan being built from the ground up for DX10, reminds me of some song that went something like this. Promises, promises, you know you'll never keep. You made me promises, Maybe Jim should promises. edit this just so he can put that song in. Yeah, that's like, yeah. That song. So, so <laughs> you know, props, props to the 80s Naked Eyes song reference there, uh, first off, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> However, I guess I suppose. Here, here's here's the problem. You know the the whole direct X thing. It's really not that big of a deal when it all you know when it all boils down to it. That that's like you know so far down the list as far as the problems with Age of Conan. It's not even. <laughs> yeah, it'd be great if it just it didn't was, crash. It was prominent in their marketeering. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it sure, sure. Was. It, was, it was prominent. I'm after. not going to argue that point. It was that one of those feature lists that they put on there that said, yes, we will be the first game that will, you know, totally dominate with our DirectX 10 graphics and blah, 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 blah. And they'd be like, Here's, here it is with DirectX 9, and it'd be like three pixels. And then they'd be like, and here it is realized in DirectX 10. <laughs> yeah. And it'd be this beautiful yeah, it like a couple of squares. Scene on a screen with yeah. DirectX 9. <laughs> Light rays going yeah. through. Looked like an old Activision 2600 yeah. <laughs> game. It's Pitfall. Yeah. Age of Pitfall. Yeah, man, don't, don't diss on those, direct, on those Activision games for Atari, man. Those were like the best games They were. The Activision developed. made the best ones. Uh, you know, but honestly, the whole DirectX thing, you know, let's just don't even bring that in, into the equation here. A- Age of Conan has many more problems than that. Well, yeah. I, think I wouldn't know. I don't play it anymore. Yeah, I haven't canceled my subscription, but it will happen <laughs> soon. Until the next Boom! expansion, and then I'll, like the idiot I am, I'll be right back in it. But it, right. I bet it'll be stable by then, and probably have some kind of DirectX 10 support. Did Anarchy Online ever have an expansion? They haven't done that yet. They're supposed to do that graphic revamp, and it hasn't happened yet. They're going to so use the same engine, right? Yep. You may never come back to Age of Conan, because there never will be an expansion. Mm, so sad. So finally, we will wrap things up with an audio rant from the Nameless One. The Nameless One. Good 
Dragon Kill Points, or most commonly known as DKP, a system that I feel is wrong, but I don't know much about it to form much of an opinion on, so in the spirit of the Stereo. I'm going to rant about something I know nothing about. I'm not sure when DKP came about, or when guilds began to widely adopt it, but I can tell you this. It is part of the Rebel Alliance and a traitor. Take it away! But seriously, it is an elitist system that benefits those who are well out of high school, leeching off their parents so that they may play WoW for 16 hours a day. Blizzard stated that prior to the attunements being removed, only 5% were reaching the end game. How does the other 95% compete with those who have obscene amounts of DKP saved up? Sure, they can beat the hell out of the raids and accumulate the points they need, but what about those of us with jobs and friends and an active sex life? Not much time for the points to accumulate. Hmm, 3 hours of sex or 3 hours of staring at a monitor waiting for my eyeballs to melt. Decisions, decisions. Then there's the fantastic deal where if nobody wants or needs the loot, but there's that one person who it would benefit immensely, but the item is sharded since the person does not have enough DKP. Yeah, a fantastic system. I asked on the WoW forum for opinions on DKP. I noted in my post that those who work for a living would be unable to accrue points within a reasonable amount of time, meaning the person with a job or a penis or a vagina that is used on a regular basis and not just for masturbating to naked blood elves would take over a year just to get half of the gear that they need. Well, my work comment was quoted and met with hostility. If your attendance is low, why should you get to loot? Other people are contributing much more than you are, and other people are much more likely to put the loot to good use in future raids. Either stop freeloading or stop expecting to get rewarded for doing nothing. Good luck explaining to your mail order bride why you still live with your mother. Now you're telling me I'm a 35-year-old parade magazine reading virgin? I could get into the details with the corruption and the favoritism that pops up, but I think I got my point across. I get the reasons for the DKP system, preventing loot and scoot, whatnot, rewarding those who put in the effort. I just ask for something a little bit more friendlier to those who actually have a life. Alright, well, thank you again, Nameless One, for, He's an asshole. <laughs> for providing us with a wonderful round, <laughs> that was as awesome. always. That was, I keep saying that was the best one yet. Dragon Kill Points, you know, and, and it's been stated many times, it's just a made-up system. Blizzard does not, it's not something that's implemented. If You know, for those who don't play World of Warcraft, Dragon Kill Points are, are it's, not, it's not like an official mechanic that... Blizzard is implemented into the game or anything like that. Or any other MMO that's actually... Yeah, any, any other MMO out there doesn't know have anything like that out there. It's a, it's a paper... Yeah. Thing, right? Like yeah, a it's, it's just yeah, something it's... that somebody made up and they thought it was a good idea to keep track of, you know, how guild members, you know, in raids perform. You know, the big raiding guilds, how they performed... It's a gold star by and, your name. And, you know, how many times they showed up to the to the guild raids that night and whatever. And and a lot of guilds, of course, picked up on this concept, you know, that, oh, yeah, this is a great idea on how to distribute loot after a raid. To motivate people. Yeah. Such a great motivator it is. Yeah, it's... The the uh, point he brought up with the sharding of the Uber item for one person who's just short of the DKP points, that's why it's stupid. Right, exactly. Like, and, and you know, I'm not, you know, I, I've never been in a raiding guild, I, I and that's one of the reasons why I never wanted to be in one, because I just saw this, you know, the stupidity involved in some of the decisions on how to distribute loot out. And he was like, you know, okay, I'm the perfect person that this dagger needs to go to, you know, nope. give it to me. Not no, you, you don't, you haven't participated enough in our raids. Only after, only after months and months of raiding the same dungeon over and over again, <laughs> will you, will you uh, be worthy 
of this dagger the that you know, and, and on the rare chance that that dagger that dagger that dagger ha- actually happens to drop, yeah, you know, yeah, it's just stupid. That's uh, for all the subjective micromanagers in the world. Yeah, ah, but people claim that those micromanagers are perfect for management. And that's why they think for that, middle management. I that's bet why they, they are. think the guild leadership is perfect to put on a resume. That's right. And and Jim tried that out, and um, that didn't work out so good, did it? Actually, I I'm, you know I'm I made, formed a super group in City of Heroes, <laughs> and uh, I was able to get so many members into my super group. Yeah, man, I got a wicked job with it. Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've exceeded the uh, Barack Obama rich test. I make a quarter of a million dollars a year because of my gaming experience. <laughs> <laughs> Except I seem to have misplaced some of my houses. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> oh, this maybe isn't your, a political maybe your staff, forum, is it? Maybe your staff can find them for you. Yeah. Uh, let's Time see. for the news. Oh, yeah. Holy caffeine! <laughs> What's up in the twig? You mean the weekend? First off, I think our listeners will be happy to know that the Warhammer non-disclosure agreement has been dropped. Mark, are you in the beta? I can't say. Oh, wait. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I'm not. I'm only in the weekend event. Oh. You're a weekend Anyway, the open beta begins uh, September 7th, and, and it only lasts a week, which is kind of... You know, a curious little mini naysayers view this as a sign of weakness. <laughs> yeah, and it's it like must a mini mini beta. Yeah, it is a beta. very mini beta. But you know, it's cool. It gives everybody, you know, well, not everyone, but the first, you know, whoever is able to the upper echelon of MMO players, whoever's pre-ordered <laughs> the game, <laughs> the gives them a the little money. shot at at it, and it's so. Wait a minute. Sadly, mini. It sounds just a to preview. me that this open beta is neither open or a beta. <laughs> right. Uh, no, no. The preview weekend is uh is for the people who bought the collector's edition. And uh, pre- not and necessarily true. And pre-orders and of the, oh, the and 50, the first fifty thousand standard. Right, yeah, who sign up? Yeah, right. exactly. So, yeah, if you were able to get into that, like you I know, said, the upper if you just got the regular players. standard yeah, well, edition, like I said, it's you not can open. get into no. the beta, as <laughs> but well. it's not supposed to be just uh, on this preview. Preview weekend, the open so the beta weekend of August, 22nd, and that actually 25th. starts this Friday. Yep. So the open beta, I could, if I wanted to, download a Warhammer client during the open beta weekend week, not the preview weekend, the open beta. Given yeah, your track just, record, well, it just depends, not. though. I mean, yeah, it's I'm, nice. I'm just I'm kidding. I'm speaking hypothetically, obviously. Well, I am too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, should we, should we no, speak if, if you practically want, wanted to pre-order. I'm just trying to clarify because Jim is Let's speak idyllically. <laughs> there will be a game. At, at this, this point in time, no, if, if you ordered, if you went, if you went to GameStop and pre-ordered. So people who pre-order it can participate in the open beta. You can do the open beta, and okay. it's it's going to last, looks like, just for a about week. a week. 
You won't be able to get into the preview. Perhaps you shouldn't have used first person, though. You should say if one wanted to download this game. If one wished to play the game, how would one obtain membership in said game? (laughs) Anyway. Anyhow. Anyway, I guess the point is is that the NDA has dropped. You can... You can go out to the internet now and find if you, if you wanted to basically spoil the entire game for yourself by hunting down various blogs or or news sites or whatever. We'd you could probably do that. Do that. We'd never hypothetically. Do that. <laughs> One could. Or is that more practically? Yes. Harvey Dent dies at the end. Oh no! <laughs> Bastard! <laughs> oh shit! Holy fruit salad! What's different, Pete, about the 69 that makes it so exciting to you? 2,000 people in a seething, roaring, shouting mass. All the people I know are musicians. I revolve around music. That's all I know. They've each got their own little thing that they like. Gamers are more smart intelligent, a study shows. <laughs> uh, apparently, a of course, uh, there's always studies on this shit. Don't you just love it? Mostly by gamers. And they make great doctors, too. Anyway. Yeah, surgeons. Surgeons, that's what it was. Eye-hand coordination. The American Psychological Association, um, there, there was a presentation there, in, uh, and basically it goes to say that gamers are... Very smart. They're on an entirely new level than just regular people who don't play games. Hey, I'm a gamer. I'm a gamer. <laughs> case Noah? You, in case you didn't know. Do you think you could become Apollo Justice by playing games? Do you think that you could be a lawyer? I think Noah's... You Noah's, have the qualifications to become smart. a lawyer? Yeah. After playing <laughs> Apollo Justice? Yeah, I already am. <laughs> <laughs> Noah Esquire. <laughs> Mark knows it. <laughs> no, the neckbeard Esquire. Yes. <laughs> Got my scarf somewhere. Even say oh, that uh, the popular online game, World of Warcraft, can improve scientific popular thinking. popular. 10 plus 11 million, million people. <laughs> Laparoscopic surgeons who play video games are 27% faster at advanced surgical procedures and made 37% fewer errors than non-gamers. I think and that's, that's the important thing. Yeah. The fast thing doesn't really impress yeah, errors. Like, man, you know what? I don't error. care if you're fast as a surgeon. <laughs> I just care whether or not I still have all my organs in place. And that you didn't leave your watch in my gut. Yeah, you know, don't leave any gauze <laughs> or a fucking syringe or I can whatever there. Where did that... I don't care how fast you are. I just want to make sure that the surgery goes without complications. Well, God, we should just go and recruit those, like, um, (laughs) Korean players, the South Korean players who who are, like, initiated into StarCraft at the tender age of, like, seven, and they're they're considered over the hill at, like, 16. (laughs) That's, like, their whole career is that they were, like... Know a super duper micromanaging just get them player. into pre med. Just throw them right into something. Yeah, I don't know what. Nice. Yeah, they. You know, these researchers they argue that video games are producing a generation of more adept surgeons. And here's the good news: the rest of the game playing world is reaping the benefits too. 
So if you're not just, a, you know, if you're not a doctor, if you're just like a garbage collector, I guess, you're collecting garbage at a at much an, faster pace. At an astounding pace. pace. <laughs> yeah. Fewer errors. Can you imagine this, like, renegade garbage truck comes you're through not your leaving, neighborhood? You're not leaving, like, little, little pieces of garbage on the, ro- on know, the road. I just don't know who to believe, because last week was the story that Parents fear video games, and video games are so bad, and they make well, kids kill things. You know what and it they're is? Violent, is and they fear. And now you're a good doctor. They fear the childhood's <laughs> in scenario. It's the fear of the childhood's in scenario that this generation of gaming children will basically ascend to a higher level. <laughs> and then, have you finished reading it yet, Noah? No, I'm sure you're going to spoil the rest of it. And then what they'll do is... Colonel ties a Klingon. Damn it. Oh, wait, he's a Cylon. Any any of the rest of you who hasn't uh, finished watching Battlestar Galactica can get your spoiler material From at Jason. channelmassive.com. Yeah. All right, next story. Holy heart failure! Let's talk about no cross-platform play for the agency or sex for Ben Rama. <laughs> oh, my God. Trash uh, people. SOE's upcoming <laughs> espionage MMO, the agency, apparently is not going to include uh, cross-platform play between the PS3 or the PC, according to the lead designer, Hal Milton. Why? Why, God, why? Which cracks me up because this is... This, of course, is like one of those features that at first they were like, oh, yes, we're going to be the first to include cross-platform play, and and it's just not going to happen. Said with giant sarcastic air quotes. You know, seriously, it's it's just another one of these failures that, you know, why? You know, I don't understand it. And and he even says himself, there's no technological reason why you can't play cross-platform. But there is a philosophical reason why Should design doesn't want to do it. <laughs> we to know we be can or not to be. If we but have to compromise one platform, platform to support that both, is the question. then we won't. It's bullshit. It's like what? Bullshit. <laughs> philosophical reasons be damned. It's like console versus PC Halo players. Oh my Seriously, god. It's like fuck, man. Uh, Give me a I fucking think the break. Funniest part in the this article of spin is the next to last next to last paragraph which says during a Q&A session on the agency design director Matt Wilson also suggested that with a single account you should be able to create characters on both PS3 and PC versions of the game but as Milton confirmed you will not be able to pick up on the PS3 where you left off on the PC version or vice versa and two different copies of the game will still be required and i'm willing to bet that the DC Universe online game that's Goes coming the same out. Same way. Going to go the same route. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's just going to be the same old bullshit. You know what? And you know, uh, the the proposed uh, 360 version of Age of Conan. Same thing. You're not going to see PC and console gamers intermingling 
with each other. As they could have a two-headed love child. They probably would. I can't believe we lost that Sony Online Entertainment sponsorship. Ah, yeah. No, seriously, I mean, come on, guys. Get your fucking shit together. Don't, you know, you've already admitted that there's no reason technologically why this shouldn't happen. It's a spiritual You guys are supposedly smart (laughs) enough to figure out. Maybe they're not smart. Maybe they don't play the games that they make. Oh, that could explain it. Maybe sometimes they don't. You know, and so so to issue a statement that's saying for philosophical reasons, you know, and stating that, oh, you know, there's always going to be this group of PC gamers who is like, well, you know, the console has the advantage here, blah, 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 blah. And then the console gamers are like, well, PC gamers have an advantage because they're using a mouse and keyboard and have precise, you know, aiming, you know, capabilities, blah, 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 blah. Fucking figure it out already. <laughs> Seriously. Amen, brother. McCain ever again because I live in my mom's basement <laughs> and play Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. I love this. This is an awesome blast from the uh, McCain campaign. Uh, we're just going to gloss over this a little bit briefly here. It may be typical of the pro Obama Dungeons and Dragons crowd to disparage a fellow countryman, countryman's memory of war from the comfort of mom's basement. But most Americans have the humility and gratitude to respect and learn from the memories of men who suffered on behalf of others. John McCain has often said he has witnessed a thousand acts of bravery while he was imprisoned. And though not everyone has been submitted to into the public record, they are remembered by the men who were there. One such only recently reported by Karl Rove. Though it escaped mention from any of Senator McCain's books, Anyway, it goes on and on and on. This is in reference to um, people accusing McCain of plagiarizing from uh, a story. The cross in the sand crap. Yeah, with the whole cross in the sand, uh, it's just it's a bunch of bogus crap. So, so this was posted on... But it's hilarious that he, he invoked the uh, Dungeons & Dragons reference, I thought, which was kind of funny. Set the entire D and D world on fire. I, you know, I guess if this were a D and D podcast, we we'd create a blogosteria about what just happened there. It's, <laughs> a little blogosteria did happen. It did happen. Well, I wouldn't say it was little. I say it was pretty freaking huge. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, a lot of stuff was said. Some of the funny, some of the funny things actually happened afterwards. Like the responses from the from the players, the there was like a they actually created a Dungeons and Dragons character for John McCain, what he would be. What what did they say who would be Jim? Uh, John McCain be? is a first level fighter, fourteenth level aristocrat. <laughs> okay, 
His stat block is uh, strength of twelve. Uh, strength of twelve. Intuition of nine. Wisdom nine. That's not dexterity that high of a strength, nine. Though isn't it? Is it? Well, he's I like, don't know. I don't know. Under the new fourth he's got a fourteen rules. charisma though. I find that to be yeah, just incredibly his bluff. What's his, but what's his, his comeliness? <laughs> that's the question. I don't know. His bluff skill is maxed. But he has just one ranking knowledge, which is religion, and no ranks in uh, economics knowledge. It goes on and on. There, there are tons of these over at Wired. If you want to so read them, there are a lot of your... creative D and D folks over there that that uh, rolled several McCain characters, and they're all quite funny. So I didn't realize that Obama had had uh, the Dungeons and Dragons camp in his pocket. Do, <laughs> do you think that <clears throat> this will? Uh, yeah, it's well, maybe it'll turn into a bunch of commercials. Will it, will like it be we've countered seen. by the McCain Seven Eleven staff crowd that he apparently has in his, his might as well? Or the one of the hilarious things that I found was the the apology from his campaign manager afterwards. There was like a preempt, preemptive apology. <laughs> he said, "If my comments caused any harm or hurt to the hardworking Americans who played Dungeons and Dragons, I apologize. This campaign is committed to increasing the strength." Constitution, dexterity, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma scores of every American. Mm, sounds like he's a Dungeons I mean, and Dragons. That, that player. is like totally little. Uh, that's a little snarky. Yeah, you know if you think about it. I mean, and, and plus it's just you know yes, you know we, okay we're gonna look up Dungeons. You know I could just see what he did huh. too. Like, let me look up Dungeons and Dragons and see what popular parts of yeah, D&D exactly. are. And he took like all the all the stats and everything. And he's like, oh, yes, I will come up with a perfect witty response to this. But, the, you know, the <laughs> thing is, it's like, whatever, polit- politicians just piss me off. Yeah, both because sides. Because they say it, yeah, both sides, whatever. But they just say it in the first place. And then an apology is going to just make it all go away. Right. I mean, it, you know, I wasn't a Dungeons & Dragons player, but that's fucking rude. It's just rude to say and, and put you know paint people in these corners and say that they're whatever they are all I know is McCain has lost the D&D vote <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about it but picked up the Call of Duty vote <laughs> <laughs> yeah he picked up the, the Call of Duty vote but lost the D&D vote I wonder how the two will yeah balance each other out I don't think they're going to cancel each other out because I think there's a lot more D&D players out there that I wonder if they vote. Mm. Depends That's on if their, point. their DM will let them. <laughs> anyway, on to blog. Oh, stereo. Holy Las Vegas. The word is about there's something evolving. Wherever may come, the world keeps revolving. They say the next big thing is here, that the revolution's near. But to me it seems quite clear, that it's all just a little bit of history repeating. Now, it's time for... Block of Syria! This week's Blogosteria is brought to you by Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Being drunk by people way too much All for way too long. Across the country. What a great blogosteria this was this week. We couldn't have hoped, we couldn't have really hoped for anything better, could we? Uh, no. Mm-hmm. How did it begin, Jay? Well, let's begin. You know, and this goes actually back to a couple weeks ago, I think. Uh, maybe just a week ago. August 8th? August, August 8th. <laughs> 19. <laughs> August 8th. 2008. 2008. Yeah. Uh, Brent, Brent from Virgin Worlds just posted this little, little, little tiny thing that says, it was I, I a tiny URL, I believe. Yeah, it was, it, that's true. It says, would you say that this is beta breaking? And then he, he creates a link that says, uh, it's like a tiny URL link slash Warhammer Online. And it goes to a Wikipedia definition that says, Dead on Arrival. D-O-A. Well, just start, yeah, so, yeah, this just starts it. It just stirs the pot. Just stirs the pot just a little bit. Whatever could he mean? Yeah, people start freaking out. They're like, whatever does he mean? You know, I I can't wait to see what happens Best game ever. That's what they were thinking. (laughs) Yeah, they were like, oh, he must think that this game really rocks. I can't (laughs) wait to hear (laughs) what he seems to think about this. So it kind of just starts there. Later in the week, it continues, and Brent comes out with uh, Version World Podcasts number 127 and 128. They're uh, one and two parters involving uh, Sony Online Entertainment's Fanfare 2008, where they descri- you know they talk about all their games. And that's uh, where he and Darren saw God. Yeah, so, new games, and that that's yeah that's apparently where <laughs> shook where, his hand. Where oh. Brent Brent saw the saw the light of God. They came down upon him, and he was like, "Angels sing." These are the new games that that are going to change. How the whole genre will be done from then until now, and it will be awesome. Generation has arrived. And, as it and, was written, as it was spoken, so it has come to pass. You know, I, I think that I think that Gen some 3. of them can. You know, I think some of these observations can be labeled as SOE fanboyism, just slightly, just a little, just bit. as I am slightly a Blizzard fanboy and Heartless is. Slightly a mythic fanboy. Exactly, you know, and, no, and he goes on Nintendo and he's like, "Well, and I, I've seen fanboy. videos of the of some of the uh, fanboy DC fanboy. online <laughs> uh, gameplay, and it really does look cool. I, you know, you see the guys who are running up buildings and you know throwing out their superpowers and stuff like that, and the gameplay seems really fast and twitchy. And, and the agency looks just like those progressive commercials. Oh wait, <laughs> no, it does yeah. look really cool, but. They have they yeah, do exactly. have similar art direction. Mm-mm. You know, it's just Sorry. it. Do, you know, some of these games do look really fun, but you know, it's you know, it's kind of like, well, you know, okay, yeah, Generation Three, and, and they have, yeah, the 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 new the new generation has has come upon us. Essentially, is what is what Brent has has touted in these last couple podcasts that he's he's put out. Uh, Darren from Common Sense Gamer also chimes in. You know, with the same, he, he basically agrees with Brent. 
He says, I can't put my finger on the reason why until it was said in episode 127 that everyone else is still making first-gen games. Sony Online Entertainment has three truly second-generation games in the pipe. Free Realms, uh, DC Universe Online, and The Agency. This is from the blog post titled, Modestly Enough, SOE is going to well, kick yeah, your ass. SOE will now be kicking your ass! <laughs> And he says, I'm getting on the bandwagon right now. EverQuest 2, World of Warcraft, Warhammer Online, City of Heroes, Lord of the Rings Online, Dungeons and Dragons Online. <gasps> no mention of Astronauts <coughs> Call 2. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, he, make, he does make a reference oh. to the first Astronauts Call later. Um, anyway, he says that these games are not where the future is anymore. Those be, three plus others safe. like Wizard 101 are where yeah. you're going to see... <laughs> Most of the action in the future. Wizard 101. <laughs> You're welcome. This is a message from the future. And you know, whenever I hear that, I start to get a little bit creeped out because I do not like that whole Prince of Darkness vibe. I didn't know that about you. Did not know that either. Must explain. <laughs> oh, wait, I remember that episode. <laughs> hmm, finding video. <laughs> finding video. <laughs> Scanning now. Uh, yeah, so, I, you know, and and this was just... You know, just a little tropical storm, we'll say, that that it just started brewing. It started brewing with these couple little posts here, and, and then... So and then? I'll, I'll take a couple of quotes here from... Commenters? From the uh, commenters on, on this particular blog that... Uh, where Darren decided to say, SOE is going to kick your ass! We need to echo that one. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kane. <laughs> chimes in and he says second gen haha Ultima Online slash EverQuest 1 slash Astron's Call were generation 1 then the next gen games and then the next gen games uh, followed with Dark Age of Camelot uh, EverQuest 2 World of Warcraft etc etc now gen, gen 3 games are the post World of Warcraft uh, some MMO some SOE MMOs would be uh, offline by now. Betting that, a, betting that a company who peaked with EverQuest 1 is going to bring forth a massive change to online gaming, one that people will actually care about, is kind of a long shot. Where Darren replied, why? Because Dark Age of Camelot, Ultima Online, EverQuest 2, and World of War graphics were better than Ultima Online, EverQuest, or Asheron's Call, or because they became later. Because gameplay is pretty much the same with all six of them up there. Slash, Slash confused. confused. So, I'll respond to this. You know, I think one of the things, and I'll actually call it a de-evolution <laughs> of MMO. Like D-E-V-O? Like devolution? Where, actually, in... Are we all, not men? We are no, we are, we are not men. We are Devo. <laughs> The whole it, it it's actually kind of a de-evolution because if you recall correctly, there really were no quests in Ultima Online or Ashran's Call for that matter. Nope. Um, both of these games supported skill-based skill-based level progression, where you you know the more you used a particular skill, you decided to you know. What you know? That's that's how you leveled up, essentially. 
there were no quests. You you kind of made the game up as you went along. There there wasn't you know like this storyline. You know this huge storyline. Yeah, the developers you know had monthly updates and and all that, but there wasn't like. It wasn't like, okay, go to point A and point B and kill 10 rats and I will give you this particular quest reward kind of thing. It was a it was it, it was really a sandbox. Sure. And then you know, and then and then games like EverQuest and War, and uh World of Warcraft came out and kind of changed the whole thing. But Ashron's Call and Ultima Online really were the wild wild west. No, oh, big time. Yeah, I agree uh, with that. Uh, of MMOs. I mean, nobody really knew what they were doing. Right. You know, it was just, you make the story up as you go along, you know, and the story is you. The story is playing the game. You can create whatever you want. You can, if you were like this, you know, crazy peak hair, I mean, I did it myself where I was like, I, I played myself up as this evil fisherman who would sit by the, sit by the river and fish all day long until somebody came close to me and then and if they would try to disturb my my fishing I would turn around and unleash my fury right upon right. them uh you know so it wasn't like there was anything set in stone there wasn't a quest progression there were there weren't quests there weren't little guys with big question marks over their heads saying come get a quest from me right you know, it wasn't anything like that. It really was just an open sandbox kind of feel where it really lended itself well to exploration, socialization, you know, those kind of game types. And, of course, a lot of people tended to freak out. They didn't understand what these concepts meant. Anyway, continuing on that same line... Oh, um, there were like tons of comments just in that particular uh, post by itself, where they were, you know, where Darren was stirring up the pot a little bit with the whole uh, Sony Online was going to be the next generation, yeah, I, of gaming. I picked out a couple that I thought were funny, which was Sarah Pickle, great name, and she posted. From my perspective, SOE has a track record of creating interesting and different MMOs. They also have a track record of completely destroying those MMOs. Something in that makes me nervous when they start announcing that they are making the next generation of MMOs. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Then Sid67 has quoted Brent who said, Sarah, give me a non-NGE example of that. NGE, of course, being the... The update to Star Wars Galaxies that basically destroyed the game. Update. So he he says, well, aside from that, aside from that one thing, give me another example. And Sid takes the argument of the problem with asking for someone to exclude examples is that you're being selective about your argument. It's like cheating on your wife and then asking her, other than this one time I cheated on you, when did I ever cheat on you? (laughs) It doesn't really matter that you never did it before. The fact is that you did it once, and of such magnitude shows that you have a previous history of such actions. So I thought that was pretty good as far as the the meta art of commenting and argumenting through comment threads. So... Um, anyway, anyway, continue. We, we'd like to stress that this is just a little tropical storm. It was just a tro- it was tropical storm, uh, Darren. We'll call it that. That happened before the NDA dropped for Warhammer Online, and and we'll continue when Warhammer Online actually becomes the hurricane. 
after Hurricane Brent landed, most of the blogosphere was praising everything. <laughs> A few dissenting voices could be heard among the masses. Anyway, Brent from uh, Virgin Worlds, he laid this bomb on everyone, and, well, let's just start breaking it on down, shall we? Well, you know. Okay. We'll get into some highlights from Brent's text, and then we have some... Some wonderful comments. Comments, yeah. So we'll, we'll give you kind of a summary of what he says here with some rapid-fire reading for you. And what is the, the wonderful title of this? <laughs> the title, which becomes a big point of contention throughout many of the comments, especially for some particular people, is Warhammer Jumps the Shark. Oh, my That's God. Brent's official explanation of what he meant by Dead on Arrival from a couple of weeks before. So here... It's just some highlights of the text. Having taken part in the variety of gameplay modes that Warhammer Online offers, I can say with complete confidence that this game might as well have been released four years ago, as it offers us nothing aside from one standout evolutionary concept, the public quest, that moves the genre forward. Is Warhammer Online the worst massive title on the market? Not even close. In fact, I'd go as far as saying that the overall quality of its execution puts it easily in the top handful. Will it be a commercial success? Yes. I have no doubt that this game will be the number two Western world subscription-based game, probably before the year is out, perhaps much sooner. All of that said, why am I so hard on Warhammer Online? The answer is simple. It isn't fun. What makes a game that works just like every his- What makes a game that works just like every other historically fun MMO not fun? The timing. The timing is horrible. It is way too late for a game that plays like this to be emerging on the scene. As players, we're no longer grinding mobs. We're grinding MMOs. Grinding. <laughs> so pubic quests are the sole cool thing, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, those are the only I go for. <laughs> Remember those from high school. Yeah. Huh. Well. No, I, I, so who is the first person to respond on this? Oh, well, Controversial. Geez. I mean, who, who else but... Heartless underscore, and I and I do, you know, I, I think we need to make make a little emphasis here. Then, well, what happens without the underscore? Well, without the underscore under heartless, it's just heartless. Oh yeah, it's simply heartless. Right? Yes, you should know that, Mark Semicolon. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think I'm going to start naming myself. I do have half a colon. Exclamation point, <laughs> and then some. Oh. Okay. So, what did he have to say? Well, he said, interesting that you mentioned Bartle by Heartless. Underscore. And that's true. Just for underscore. reference, Brent did cite Bartle's quote of, I've played WoW before, or I've played War before it yeah, was WoW. Yeah, I, pl- I played Warhammer before it was called World of Warcraft. And that went over and, well. And we all know what happened when that came down the pipes. The Germans invaded France. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bartle admitted that World of Warcraft was fun. And then a game like World of Warcraft would be fun. Your argument sort of falls flat. Let me know how those fancy second-generation MMOs come out. Though I admire that you have an opinion on the matter, differing from the majority of beta testers, I will put my money on Warhammer Online over Age of Conan any day, and I think the anemic Age of Conan subscription numbers will continue to prove me correct. And that's something that's kind of interesting, is that contrary... To many people, Brent went out several times to say that he loves Age of Conan, and that's what he's playing right now. 
in spite of playing I don't Warhammer know that he beta. necessarily loves Age of Conan. I just think that he said that Age of Conan was something that he he thought... Well, he likes it. He, he thinks it's fun, yeah, whereas he thinks, he thinks Warhammer is not yeah. fun. And if he's choosing between the two right this moment, he's playing Age of Conan and not Warhammer in beta form. I, you know, and, and, and of course, again, Heartless... Jumped on that. Jumps on that right off the bat, and he is the first commenter. First, very, yeah, yeah, he may as well just post it first. And if you were to go and visit Brett's site, Virgin Worlds, and check out this post, which is Warhammer Online, the MMO that jumps the shark, you'll see there's a ton of comments under this. Lots of people very Yeah, I mean, the comments alone are, you know, you could, like, dissect them for an entire week. And Heartless being <laughs> such a big fan of Warhammer and such a big advocate of its uh, income, oncoming success and deliverance of all of us, gets into a, a pretty big debate back and forth with Brent. So here's a few more things that kind of summarize how people felt. There's a guy named Brad who tried to establish some normalcy with things and and defend Brent's position by saying, I think you really nailed it. It isn't that war won't do well. It's not that it isn't fun for some folks. It's just not a major step or revolution in the, MM, in the MMO world. It's more of the same, save for a few baby steps in the right direction. I think some of us are looking for the next revolutionary jump, such as when things went from BBS to the Internet or from MUDs to MMOs. Something major, something spectacular, something that knocks the socks off of everyone. But as you and others say, it's hard to make that type of risky jump when you have $40 million on the line when you're dealing with case studies, stockholders, and the marketing department. I think that's a good point. Yeah, a very good point. And Heartless, of course, was... Heartless underscore. <laughs> Heartless <laughs> underscore was taking taking offense to some other th- statements made by other people, most, but mostly focusing on Brent, and Brent finally tried to give an ultimate response, saying, at Heartless, <laughs> for the last time, he didn't put the underscore in. Heartless, if you think any of what you just said holds water, matters, begins to make an impression on me, or change the validity of my post, then it isn't even worth doling out your point-by-point deconstruction that reveals just how empty your recent rant was. Give it a rest, fanboy. And then Heartless responds in a a detailed response, but the best part is, don't blog if you can't take the heat. You can't have it both ways, Brent. I'm in no way saying you have invalid points, only that you make invalid references. You personally do not care to play every step along the way, preferring only to come in when a significant step has been reached. We're just here to tell you that we don't care to hear your double standard predictions. I I don't think there's a double standard prediction here. I think the main point was is that Warhammer doesn't advance the genre forward very much. It's the same crap that we've played over the past, I don't know, how many games have come out between World of Warcraft and Warhammer Online. It's another EverQuest with some... Yeah, how about since EverQuest now? Yeah. Yeah, it's got the public quest concept and some RVR uh, taken from Dark Age of Camelot. Yeah, I I don't see where a double standard applies. It really is just, you know, you've played all these games before... Yeah, there might be a couple of extra little, you know, bits and pieces that you may not have seen in a couple of MMOs here and there, but really, when it all boils down to it, the core gameplay is essentially the same. Yeah, I think a big point of it's the timing. 
He just had his socks blown off by his favorite game publisher's fanfare. Right. Saw three games that for him and, looked and, really incredible and, and had new gonna, stuff. Yeah, and, then, and I'm not going to, you know, defend him in that in that particular aspect because I think there might be a little bit of uh, Kool Aid drinking, Kool Aid drinking, SOE <laughs> fanboyism going on there. Uh, mm. it, there might be. Yeah, sure. Oh yeah, I think that it's it's full of Kool Aid. Much like the obelisk was full of stars. It's full of stars. What, is, uh, I mean. what else obelisk? does Brad have to say, though? And I, I think Brad had another comment in this post, which... Uh, he actually has his own blog. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? It's uh, bradandliz.us. The title of the, the post was, This is Madness, Warhammer NDA Drops. <laughs> madness! Madness! This is Madness! madness! <laughs> Would anyone care Let loose the hounds of the fanboys. Unleash the hounds. Let them loose. He says, The same nonsense happened with Lord of the Rings Online, Age of Conan, Tabula Rasa, Table of Raisin, now <laughs> Warhammer. Raisin. I thought the uh, Age of Conan fanboys were pretty bad, but I think the Warhammer ones have edged them out. Who really cares if someone finds one game fun and exciting and another does not? For whatever reason, does it really matter... If someone doesn't like the game you play, does it really impact your life or gameplay? From the fanboys' comments, you would think that it makes their life a living hell because someone doesn't like their game. It does. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> it does. It does. It's, it's a great point. But for now, we have what we have. All the different flavors of MMOs, but for the most part, it's still the same wheat-based cereal. It may taste different, but underneath most of them are the basic forms still about the same. Just pick your favorite flavor or flavors and enjoy them. And don't be standing in the cereal aisle to make sure that everyone who comes through only likes your cereal. That's what I've been doing this e- each morning. Mm, and it's a real waste of time. <laughs> like I gotta tell you. I, I wonder why. Yeah. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, motherfuckers. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? What, stay away from the Lucky Charms. That's crap. If you aren't totally down with the fucking Lucky Charms, I don't know what the fuck your problem is, man. Captain Crunch, bitch. Totals the equivalent of, of 18 bowls of something. <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems like it continues <laughs> across oh, it multiple continues. blogs. Across, it, It's just this like incredibly cool battle. And um, I, I think I, I kind of was thinking it was like hot fanboy on fanboy action. <laughs> in the red corner, with Mythic on the front and Condom Depot on the butt is the Heartless Gamer. And in the blue corner, wearing giant letters, SOE is Brent. And Heartless... Um, underscore? Underscore. Oh, yeah, I think I think Jason already got that one. Um, yeah, th- with this entire deconstruction rant. Then, then uh, Token comes in, aimed at Heartless, and says, Did you just spend all day dissecting and twisting the opinions of one man? What is wrong with you? Get a life. Seriously. And so the hot fanboy on fanboy action continued across multiple blogs with Brent versus Heartless. Many variations occurred as they battled, but uh, I think we can summarize it all in a, in one visual for, for you to all kind of try to hang on to. In the red, in the red corner, corner, with Mythic, Mythic on the front, on the front and, Condom and Condom Depot, Depot on the butt, on the is Heartless, Heartless Gamer. Gamer. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> And in the and blue, in blue corner, corner, wearing the giant letters, letters SOE, SOE is Brent. They battled, they raged. I'm not sure who won or a lost. Titan I think we Titan. all maybe won and lost. 
But as, uh, as this war raged on, others jumped in and took offense and, and chose teams. Here's one um, from the, the thread we've, we've been going through. Um, for our, uh, oh. By token? Yes. No, not by token. By love to spooge. Or splooge. Love to splooge writes to Brent. Somebody stole my name. <laughs> he says, well, Brent is his title. First of all, Age of Conan was a complete failure. You're a running joke on most message boards. I am glad you enjoy the beauty of the Age of Conan world, but I suggest you take a walk outside and save 14 bucks a month. It's funny that you take such a hard line in your original article, but in responding to comments, you flip-flop like a fish out of water. (laughs) Wow, John Kerry. Good lord. (laughs) The problem with MMOs, or any game for that matter, except FPS, is that they are grind and will always be grind because there needs to be... The creation of player-tuned value. I hate to add another cliche, but part of the fun for me is grinding, even the shitty grinds, and enjoying some in-game results at the end. Sounds oddly familiar, like life. I think you need to re-examine your statement that you, you're you not tired of MMOs. I blame it on playing the awful ones, like EVE Online and Age of Conan. Yeah, because... Whoa, because Slam there! Because Jeez. EVE Online is such a unsuccessful MMO, it's only retained... It's yeah, just you know, roughly keeps growing. Two hundred and fifty thousand plus subscribers, and it keeps on growing. And uh, I don't know. I, I guess you want to call Eve Online a unsuccessful MMO. I don't know. And awful. I'd say hardly because people are still talking about it quite a bit. Yeah. And yeah, Age of Conan's not a success either. It's only the biggest MMO release ever. Yeah, initially. That's true. Of course, well. We will see. It was a rele- yeah. it As was a release. <laughs> or, <laughs> but they don't have my fifteen dollars kind of release we, we haven't quite contemplated yeah. yet. Well, we'll see what it becomes. Well, but then what about the rebuttal to that though? Where where they say heartless, and this is by token heartless. Did you just spend all day dissecting and twisting the opinions of one man? What is wrong with you? Get a life, seriously. Poor poor guy. We've never thought that about him. No. No. Well, Darren, of course, he chimes in half on... Half of the Hurricane... Yeah, he, he's the other half of Hurricane Brennan. post-NDA Warhammer uh, unlocking. And he decides to say, well, you know, he gives a little, you know, a little review. And it's just one of those opinions among many where he's like, yeah, you know, there's like a lot of good things about it. Public quests, uh, Realm versus Realm... Uh, the tome of knowledge thing, I guess, is really cool. Gets you really emo- like kind of involved in your character, which I kind of really dig. The, the 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 most hilarious part of this is where he he says, "Well, breaks it down." Yeah, he breaking on he, down. He now. just breaks it on down, and it's it's one of those little, just a simple, a simple thing where he says, "Warhammer Online is not World of Warcraft." Warhammer Online is World of Warcraft's emo brother, and that could be a very good thing for a lot of people. Warhammer Online is not a World of Warcraft killer, but it will bite at its ankles and cause a serious rash. And finally, Warhammer Online is not the Jesus MMO. Warhammer is more like Peter. (laughs) So I'd like to award Darren another uh, Channel Massive Blogosteria Achievement badge, badge, um, that badge being invoking the name of uh, a Christ figure 
uh, or but, you know God, God. What, whatever in, into a blog. So, well, so there you go. Well, think of a catchy name. And but so, Darren did not leave it at that. He wrote an additional two more posts in the following days as the fanboys of Warhammer just pelted him with a hailstorm of anger in his comment section. <laughs> Would you call it righteous fury and venomous anger? Perhaps the wrath of God. Fury. I would call it a jihad. Yes. <laughs> jihad. Entrenched I, like a tick. I, you know? Jihad! The, the, the cries of Jalalabad. Or Jalalabad? Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and this is, I, I, and I think this is where all of the Kool-Aid references start coming out. Too, which which I'd I'd like to comment on, if I may. Um, <laughs> no, Logosteria, <laughs> you know they they went out of their way to to make references of Kool Aid and fanboyism, you know, over the past couple of days because they were accusing both Darren and Brent of drinking the Sony Online Entertainment Kool Aid, exactly, which they undeniably cons. Consumed quite a bit. So I'm of, just going to go over a brief, a brief little. You know, there's like six <sighs> or seven posts here that I want to talk about where they, you know, and 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 this is just a little brief. You know, this there's a lot more references to Kool Aid. I don't know why Kool Aid was used. Maybe it's the whole Jonestown reference kind of thing. But hey, Kool Aid seems to be a real popular thing these days. So, like so let's talk about it. I'm, I'm just going to start quoting references here. Noah. Vanguard, best graphics vote? Players look like plastic stretch Armstrongs and bend backwards at the waist when they get hit like He-Man action figures. Not sure that game qualifies, but the terrain is nice. It's too bad that you have partaken in the Sony Kool-Aid. Darren. (laughs) Kool-Aid! Woohoo! Oh, yeah! (laughs) What was that one from? I don't know. It's just, like I said... (laughs) Kool-Aid was a, it was a reference in, in comments or in the blogs themselves. I think this one comes from Darren. Some say that I drank the SOE Kool-Aid when I mentioned that uh, DC Online and other games hold some hope that the game mechanics that we've seen for the past 10 years will be shaken up a bit. Maybe I did, fine, but for some reason, nobody ever mentions the mythic Kool-Aid and how some <laughs> have not only drank the mythic Kool-Aid but are starting to make their own. Somehow in the minds of these Warhead Kool-Aid. <laughs> it's perfectly okay to drink one, but not the other. Okay, to be a fanboy, but not to say yeah, but to drink one, but not the other? Weird how that works. And then I think this one comes from Brent. Dude, it's been a while since I truly laughed out loud at length when reading a blog post. Absolutely classic. Slash drinks Kool-Aid. That's Another a Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid reference. reference. Uh, this comes from uh, Heartless underscore. We all make mistakes in judgment and opinion. Some of us admit it, and some of us move on. Some of us don't. Some of us harbor, harbor ill feelings deep down inside. Others form little circles, hold hands, and sing, I agree, too, while drinking Kool-Aid. I like to think I admit my own mistakes, but it's no secret I harbor some ill will. I never once said Brent didn't have a point. Brent merely uses a bad argument laden with poor examples, all ending with a complete wash of a statement that Warhammer isn't fun. 
Oh, but it will it will be the second largest MMO in the West. I'm guilty of making dumb arguments myself, but I'll admit my mistakes and shortcomings, chug some more Kool-Aid, and move on. Brent somehow somewhat redeemed himself by finding someone else who could make his point for him. However, that doesn't excuse his na 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 I can't hear you comments. <laughs> and uh this is another response from Brent. Again, I'm just I'm going through all these blogs, finding some Kool-Aid references. Uh, here's another one. It's like this. I think Mountain Dew sucks. Bajillions of cans of Mountain Dew are sold and consumed each year, and I buy stock in that. Mountain Dew still sucks. And Heartless, underscore, it's nice to see that you admit that you're a Kool-Aid drinker. I am too. You like Grape Ape? I like Berry Blue. By the way, Grape Ape sucks. So now... Now there's like this whole blog of stereo about the what kind drinkers. of, what oh, kind of Kool-Aid you want to drink. There's a about that. Blog of stereo. Yeah. Jesus. That's bad. And then, of course, Heartless responds with, uh, Too bad you've missed my storied past with Mythic Brent, slash emo, takes Warhammer Kool-Aid and likes it. So, I don't know. There's like this whole Kool-Aid thing going on. And I, I don't know. I Like I said, that... It's just one of these... I think somebody's thirsty. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm starting <laughs> to feel like I need some Kool-Aid all of a sudden. From Mythic or from Yeah, SOE? maybe this is like a viral marketing campaign by Kool-Aid, actually, that <laughs> Brent and Heartless are a, are a part of, and they're not telling everybody. And, and that's really what this is. This isn't about Warhammer Online. It's about Kool-Aid. <laughs> Noah and I worked at a place where Seriously, people drink man, way too like much Oracle Kool-Aid. It's like all these subliminal messages going on. <laughs> hey, too much. I'll take... Kool-Aid over cornflakes that have been peed on. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Which that me came from too. Darren in one of his vitriolic posts that were quite entertaining. So we got to get sponsored by the craft company. <laughs> mm. I would like to note that, you know, of course, we all know that Heartless underscore was one of the first bloggers Posters. to respond to this affront. <laughs> it was an attack on it was, his it belief was, system. It was, it was an unprovoked attack, attack on, on his game. mythic fanboyism. It was an attack on his Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. We all know that Warhammer Online has this number one fanboy that is, of You mean the grassroots effort with the $40 million underscore. budget that is um, Warhammer yeah, Online? It that is one? true. Anyway, he actually has one good point. It's, it's pretty much one of the only good points that I think I'll, Wait, I'll ever write reference. The state down. We, we should. We should write the state down. <laughs> uh, he does say that the gaming industry has shown a complete lack of ability to innovate quickly. Change occurs slowly over time from release to release. There is never going to be a mainstream game that suddenly changes the playing field in terms of players and mechanics. Some games, such as World of Warcraft, will storm in and take over a genre but not through innovation. You know, honestly, I think that's a brilliant statement right there. I, I can't argue with that. That is, you know, it, it really, you know, you're not going to see a game just come in and and totally change the way we think about how we play MMOs. I mean, if, if there was, it would probably be the most fucking popular game out there. It's not, you know, it's just not going to happen. Change does occur slowly. Something that I think is really interesting about Warhammer is a lot of the things that people are talking about, how great it is, is that, yeah, it is more of the same. They'll acknowledge that aside from some of the things like Realm versus Realm or Public Quests. They say that everything else is really polished, and it reminds me a lot of Warcraft 
World of Warcraft before it came out, which basically was just copying EverQuest and many other MMOs, but it was just polished. Sure. So maybe from that perspective, people who are really fanatical about Warhammer Online, I, I'm surprised none of them bothered to make that comparison that maybe War, Warhammer Online isn't something new and revolutionary, but like much like World of Warcraft, it is a refinement and the polishing of a lot of different things, and that's why they're excited about it. Instead, they're just getting these irrational grammar debates and well, okay, let's, let's fanaticism. Well, my my observation was that half of the argumenting, uh, yeah, it's good that we're in the grammar section. <laughs> Congratulations on your use of the word argumenting. argumenting. <laughs> Mark falls I, apart at this point. I think I think our illustrious host Mark just unlocked a badge. <laughs> My headset fell off. I laughed so hard. Sorry about that. Sorry for what that just did to everyone's ears. Uh, yeah. Yes. For <laughs> sake of argumenting, <laughs> I know that's copywritten by Heartless, but uh, underscore. But no. Anyway. Half of the arguments were about the actual point, which was the that you know Brent doesn't find Warhammer to be fun and would prefer to spend his time playing other things. And the other half of the point was over the definition of jumping the shark yeah. and 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 what it means exactly, and and you know what was the definition, and who can who can quote Wikipedia better? And I'm like, who the fuck cares what jump the shark means anyway? I mean. I thought it was just a term they came up with to compare to an older series to quantify how much ER sucks since George Clooney left, you know, for God's sakes. I mean, that's... Or that's, uh, Noah Wilde or whoever or anyone the else that actor was. Or, or, yeah, anybody, or the Revenge of the Nerds guy. Or when Colonel Ty became a Klingon. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> man, we, you know, anybody who... who oh, Cylon, it. I mean, Cylon, wait. You just blew season Yeah, you 12. totally did, man. <laughs> the merging... <laughs> Where Battlestar Galactica and Star Trek are united in a love fest. <laughs> six and seven of nine collide to become six, seven, eight, and nine. <laughs> it's terrible. It but, is. Uh, yeah, he did really get caught up just comment after comment. Yeah, and like, then a whole blog post just about. It can't jump the shark because it's not a TV series. It's or it can't jump stunt. the shark because it's a game. But, yeah. well, could you say the publisher jumped the shark? Well, I don't care. I think this might be where Channel Massive has jumped the shark. I don't know. Episode 56. Jumping the shark. <laughs> we already had an episode I, called I that. think the problem with a lot of bloggers out there is is that, you know, if there's a dissenting opinion out there, you know, they're, they are rabid about trying to disprove the point of another... And they, they will always go out of their way to have the last word well, I think on it. Bloggers are one thing, but fanboy bloggers are what you're talking about. Oh, well, yeah, it, it's, it's true. It's like they got to save the world one comment at a time. <laughs> it's, it just gets crazy. So, so how, how else is Brent wrong on this? We actually had a couple other blogs worth mentioning. From Ardwolf Slayer and also Tobald. Jim, did you have some highlights from there? I did, but you can read them, Noah, because you have such a soothing voice, if you like. Your voice. Uh, <laughs> if we haven't put them to sleep yet. <laughs> <laughs> Surely so, everyone's snoring. From Ardwolf Slayer, 
Ardwolf wrote a Ardwolf Slayer has a blog post entitled Why Brent is Wrong, among other things. And it goes here's the highlight from there. Group play is in fact a cornerstone of massive play, or rather, it was until WoW made soloing easier in an experience where you really didn't need to group until the end game, so easy that it became the preferred means of leveling and later with the introduction of dailies as a component of in-game play. What Warhammer appears to be attempting to accomplish with things like good tools, guild progress, open groups, and public quests is to make group play at least as easy, fun, and desirable as soloing. Now again, this isn't new. It's rather trying to recapture something that massive games have lost during the WoW era. Group play is one of the great virtues of MMO games, but it's unfortunately been one one that many people don't bother with because the group tools in WoW are so weak the quality of pugs are so low, and before the end game, it slows your advancement to share your XP with other players. In the WoW model, grouping is often just not worth the trouble. I'm so tempted to jump into that one as a rabid fanboy blogger, but I'll. You I'll let just, that one slide. I'll let Mark. that one slide. Well, let's right. go ahead and get into because Tobald kind of shares some of the same views here. So let, let's go ahead and quote some of what Top Tobald had to say. Tobald had to say, oh, do I have to do this in the voice? Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> World of Warcraft in its current form is a massively single-player online game. Warhammer Online Age of Reckoning, I'm surprised there's not a parenthesis with an acronym in there, <laughs> is a massively multiplayer online game. Will Again, be. no acronym. The average player in war will have far, far more interaction with the other players than somebody creating a new character in WoW nowadays. And in spite of all the superficial similarities, the interaction with other players will make War play very differently than WoW. Okay. Bravo. Speaking as though the game is already out. (laughs) Well, you know, let's, let's just, you know, not even you know, go on, on that point of the argument. I I can honestly say that World of Warcraft does seem like you can, you know, play it through the entire time as a single player. You you don't have to it is very group at all. How dare they allow players to play it the way they want? <laughs> yeah, I can't believe yeah, exactly, that they have released honestly. this crap. It's a travesty. It's, it but is. You know what? It has ruined PC gaming and is why the consoles will win. Yes, but wait, wait you know what? Warhammer Online seems seems to be catering to the same group of people as well. They have all the PvP PVE quests out there, which will let you kill ten rats over and over and over again. Let you probably I I imagine that there are probably some quests out there that require you to deliver this piece of mail to this you know NPC. Will there be hobbits and pies? You know what? I'm not sure that there's going to be something as extensive as the whole pie delivery uh, quests in Lord of the Rings Online, but I'm sure that there's stuff there like that. You know, it's not basically. You know what they're saying is is that you know the MMO is basically what you're going to make of it. Well, in this, you know, and I think that's what's being lost in this entire thing is, is that. All right, you're going to have that core group of players who who are used to going, okay, yeah, I, li- I like doing those those quests where I like to kill 10 rats or I like to deliver mail to X amount of points or 
or whatnot. Yeah, some people might actually find some kind of enjoyment out of it, as sick and twisted as that might be. You loved the pie quests. You know <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, the, you know, and, but the, the thing is, is that they're saying, okay, well, Warhammer Online just adds all this it's other stuff. It's it back. You know, it, it's groundbreaking where it, where it lets you, you know, do all these open quests with everybody and 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 whatever, but I don't think, you know... It just depends on the player. It depends on the player. You know, in World of Warcraft, I could have gone and, and explored quite a bit and gained experience out of that, and I could have grouped a lot more with, with people in instances all the time, and I could have done, you know, sure. I could have grouped with, you know, a group of people to complete all those quests that, you know, required you to kill ten rats and whatnot, but, you know... Why, why do that, of course, when you can solo? Well, and I think they're going to allow the same thing in Warhammer Online, too. I mean, it's not going to require that you join a group. Well, it's like the, to... the, the, this radical public quest concept is like, you know, it's like this open-ended quest thing that you can opt into, and you're, depending on your contributions to the quest, you'll be re- rewarded appropriately. Yeah, but I hear, I, I hear, though, that that doesn't even work sometimes. Like, you, you join this public quest where you have to get up to this certain point, and then, it, and then at the end of it all, it tallies it all up. And even if you're, like, in the top five, you're not guaranteed to get the, the great loot out of it all. So there's some fundamental flaws it's there. It's, like, truly the implementation of Dragon Kill Points. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it is. You're right, Jim. Well, no, but, but even they, then, they you know, finally the implemented it. They did it just behind the scenes. What, what I understand is, it is. That you're you, right. You could be say, say there's a quest to kill like a hundred orcs, and it's a public quest to to, and, and that's basically it, just to kill a hundred orcs. Well, say I kill fifty. Why would you do that? You though? kill. You, you're not on the. You kill twenty five. Uh, Mark, <laughs> just you know, Mark kills. Three, you know, fifteen. Three, one, you know, whatever Noah kills X amount, and, you know. So we all we all contribute a bit, but I I, you know, have the most orc kills. So therefore, I should get I should get if the the big prize at the end, right? Because I I killed more orcs than any of you. Hypothetically, if well, I killed, that's not how it works, right? <laughs> no, I guess not. I just wondering if I killed fifty half orcs, would I get credit for twenty five orcs? <laughs> there are no half orcs. But if game. there were, hypothetically, there are no orcs. <laughs> but hypothetically, <laughs> we're in my hypothetical land. No, I'm just saying, you know, it's oh yeah, it's one of those things where, from what I understand, you you could be in the top five of of contributing to this group to I, this cool group quest, and you you won't get rewarded after it. Jim's totally right. It's it's they've built DKP into the quest system. Right. It, it some somebody your your virtual raid leader is is tallying things up, and even like you say, it might not work out. You might be in the top five, and it could be. Wow, that's pretty pretty interesting. That's look awesome. At anyway, I mean, I I can honestly I can see where they're going with that. I mean, their argument, but those arguments are kind of flawed. You know, as we've pointed out. Uh, there was one blogger out there, we'll call him Oak Stout, who actually tried to make a little bit of uh, clarity, a little bit of sense out of the whole thing. He's saying, and, and I think Noah, Noah came across this one. Yeah. And it's even called the Kool-Aid. The Kool-Aid! Oh, for yeah. You, Jason. So, Oak Stout was a little bit ironic and 
the overall post. It's it's a good read if you want something that's defensive of Brent and Darren. Oaksap particularly addresses Darren, and this is kind of a nice wrap for this blogosteria. I'm just saying it's madness to condemn someone because they aren't interested in your game. Darren didn't belittle Warhammer. He offered an opinion that I honestly believe is correct. Warhammer has a lot of the same mechanics as other MMO games. They just beefed them up and changed a little here and there. I'm still going to play it because I'm ready to try something different. If it turns out to be a WoW clone, then okay, it's a WoW clone. I liked WoW. I should like War. I'm sure it will be different enough to capture my interest for a few months, maybe even maybe even years, till the next thing comes along. I'm saying, just because they don't like your Kool-Aid doesn't mean they're drinking someone else's. But see, that's such a sensible, sane argument. It's like not even valid. It's irrelevant. <laughs> you know? He tries like, to make too much sense. It's like, why are people spending this much intellectual energy on... You're calling it intellectual energy? whatever it is. Brain power. Brain power. More for some, less for others. Uh, on the... On, on arguing that somebody doesn't like their game, it's it's, it's somebody a, doesn't have the right like, to have a negative opinion. There's so tatted. many things that I like that you guys don't like, and I could care less that you don't like Bullshit. the things that I don't like. Bullshit. Well, it's mutual, Mark. No, <laughs> no, it's not mutual because because I don't like the thought that that there are things that you do like that I don't like. And you maybe don't like the fact oh, that I yeah. don't like them. Yeah. Which is the reason why Blogosteria exists in the first place. <laughs> so there. Yeah. Anyway, we, we, we'd we like to basically give a shout out to all the bloggers out there who made this Blogosteria possible. Who argued without, with such passion. Yes. W- without you, I mean, it, it's just... This segment would be nothing. When we started this podcast, this episode last year, and began the <laughs> blogosteria, we 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 had no idea that it would the tale would be told in this fashion, and it, we would come to this point. You truly are the wind beneath our wings. I, I'd also like to congratulate the entire blogosteria as a whole, as as far as using the words fanboy and Kool Aid so much this week. I mean, it has to be a world record, and especially to Darren for for unlocking the the deity reference badge. Yes, it's true. Yes, yes. We, we, can, we, we cannot be receiving that. your press kit soon. Your badge is in the mail. Anyway, um, that will be our conclusion. Actually, I think it's also worth saying that it's good for Darren and Brent for having the. An opinion. A contrary opinion. Opinions. And to actually defend it and go up against some of the more... Rabid. ...passionate people out there. Fanboise. Yeah, congrats on that. Jeez. Yeah. Good for them. If only only it wouldn't spell the end of, of your... Careers, yeah, because <laughs> now, yeah, now, now everybody's just basically nice just going to yeah. hate you. It's too bad. The hacking and the elite, the elite speak will begin shortly. Anyway, we're pretty busted up here, and we need to we need to close this close the show out. So we're going to call it a night. If you want to reach us, you can give us a email at mail at channelmassive dot com. M A I L, or you can give us a buzz at our Skype mail account at channel.massive.skype. Or you can send in a 
audio submission in MP3 format like the nameless one does. You can do that too. Thanks for listening, and uh, we will see you next week. Drink some Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah!